Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And we are back. Pharrell, coast to coast on a Tuesday, hour number three. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. It is great to have everybody with us. We have a lot to do here in the final hour. We have some college football to discuss. Adam Kaplan will join us. There's hockey games tonight. There's college basketball games tonight. There is no NBA tonight. But if we have time, we'll go over a couple of things from last night as well. Uh, of course, every Tuesday and Wednesday here on C2C, you get an extended version of the highly popular that's changed in the last two hours. Now highly popular uh, sports grid radio show, Carver and Lisey, which airs nightly weeknights at 8 p.m. East. And that, of course, is with myself and the encyclopedia of college football. Go for the two, Joe Lisey. Hi, Joe. How you doing? What's up, Carver? Always a pleasure talking ball and shop with you. So, yes, very, very, moving up the charts, actually, from what I hear, just Carver and Lisey, like, skyrocketing during the week. Unbelievable. It is. It is skyrocketing, and we'll be together tonight, of course. Uh, it is, I believe, Futures Tuesday on Carver and Lisey. Uh, so make sure that you tune in for that uh, tonight. We have a, a lot of Futures Tuesday uh, on CNL. You just, you just so added make sure that in. You, no, I did not just add that in. We do it every week, Joe. Come on. Where's the show sheet? I mean, you got to make sure you know what's going on here, Joe, before we get on tonight. Show uh, that is the show sheet. I'll send it to you uh, before we go on. All right, Joe, I want to get into the college football. We're going to hear from Rich first uh, in a moment. Get the Maxwell minute from him. Uh, we have to talk about a few things from last week. I've got lots of ATS numbers for you. I have the biggest games. And then tomorrow, Joe, is when we're really going to dive in. Uh, and on Wednesday, I give you all the coaches. I get you all excited. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates. Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 159, and Sports Byline. Let's kick it off. Hour number three. Rich Sterminello, this weekend's Maxwell Minute Recap. Hey, thanks, Mike. Uh, ready to do a wrap-up of Week 10. Great weekend of college football, by the way. From 12 noon till 12 o'clock at night. Fantastic games. Fantastic finishes. Great performances. Uh, we'll start off, Mike, with the Maxwell Player of the Week. Jalen Milrow, the Alabama quarterback. How about this for a shocker? This is a kid who was benched after Week 2. A loss to Texas. Did not play the week three game against South Florida. And since that point, since getting his job back, 6-0, and and then he peaks Saturday night against LSU, a big 42-28 victory over the Tigers. Alabama now seizes control of the SEC West. Keep this in mind, at the beginning of the season, Milrow was playing in Alabama's offense. This was Tua's offense and Jalen's offense and Mac Jones's offense and Bryce Young. But since that point, they have now built the offense around Jalen Milrow, and he responded in the LSU game with 155 yards and four touchdowns on the ground, 374 total yards, and Alabama all of a sudden now is not just in the SEC title picture, might even have a shot of going to the playoffs. Shocking 
considering how this season began. I'm going to turn it over to defense, Mike. Bednarik, player of the week. Uh, my favorite inside linebacker in the country, Jeremiah Trotter Jr. of Clemson. Uh, he is the most complete inside linebacker, plays well against the run, uh, excellent in coverage. We saw that against Notre Dame. Uh, Clemson 4-4, four and four, upsets number 12 Notre Dame. Uh, Trotter, 11 tackles, 2.5 tackles for loss, pair of sacks of Sam Hartman and a key pick six in the second quarter. He winds up paying homage to his dad, Jeremiah Trotter, former star with the Eagles, who just a couple of days earlier, last Thursday, in fact, was inducted into, into the Philadelphia Sports Hall of Fame. So great weekend for the entire Trotter family. And finally, our freshman of the week, uh, I'm going to go to another father-son duo, Eugene Wilson, whose dad, uh, by the same name, Eugene Wilson, earned two Super Bowl rings with the New England Patriots. His son is a star-wide receiver for the Florida Gators. I love this kid. He's electrifying. He's getting better as the season unfolds. Missed a couple of games with a collarbone injury in September, and since that point, he's been on a tear. Saturday against Arkansas, eight catches. 90 receiving yards, two touchdowns. He is the focal point of the Florida offense at this point. He is going to be an uber star in the SEC for the next couple of seasons. Thank you there, Rich. Great job, as always, with the Maxwell Minute. Uh, Joe, just to piggyback off uh, a couple of things from there. Number one, obviously, Jalen Milrow in Alabama. We're going to talk about some big-picture stuff when we come back, national title odds, et cetera. But uh, going back to that game, because I know how many times you want to relive it, uh, the Alabama-LSU game from Saturday night, uh, with me and you screaming about it all last week. Uh, a great performance by Milrow. But, Joe, as you have mentioned to me, uh, really threw, threw the le with his legs on the ground, not so much in the air. And when we get to a point where eventually it seems like we're going to get Alabama and Georgia – in Atlanta for the SEC championship, I think he's going to be able to need to throw the football, Joe, uh, if they're going to win that game. He's going to have to. Again, that Georgia defense played very well in the second half against Brady Cook. They fell behind, still found ways to pull the bat, that ball game out, 30-21. to 21. They ran the football in the second half against a smaller Missouri defensive front. And I told you the other night, if we're looking at this game, and Jalen Milrose, let's say, trailing by 10 points, 13 points. Do you have enough confidence in terms of the passing attack for Milrose through the air to lead them from behind against, let's just say, that Georgia defense only giving up maybe 185 passing yards in terms of the back end? I just don't. I don't. So I, I, if we're looking big picture, Georgia, Alabama right now have to give the edge to Georgia because I think Carson Beck is a more – complete passer and i think that georgia defense could could stifle milrow in the passing game so i would give the edge to georgia and they're a six-point favorite already in terms of that matchup should it play out and but georgia does have joe at this point the tougher road per yep. se to get to that they game do. still because they still have to play Ole miss and tennessee uh the week after that so they still have a couple of hurdles to get through yeah, and a rivalry game with Georgia Tech that's playing a little bit better. You never know in terms of a rivalry perspective. So, yes, I think the game against Ole Miss is lethal. I think that game in Knoxville is really the make it or break it, you know, swing game for them because Tennessee is undefeated over the last two and a half years in Neyland Stadium. All right, Joe, we're going to come back. We have a lot to do uh, college-wise. I got three MAC games for you tonight little maction on a Tuesday. Uh, weather okay, too, Joe, in all those games, unlike last week where it was a little frosty uh, for the Mac. But they're going to be okay. I'll give you the numbers for those. I have uh, some best and worst against the spread as we've gotten ourselves into November. I've got some national championship odds, Heisman odds. I've got some of the biggest games for this week. I'm not going to let you down, Joe. When it comes to college wait. football, that's for sure. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty. We will come back. A lot more to do. We keep rocking on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. 
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. All right, Joe, Maction on a Tuesday night. Uh, we've transitioned now completely from Conference USA and Sunbelt Tuesdays to Maction Tuesdays. We have three games for you tonight. Uh, one big rivalry game, of course, Central and Western Michigan getting together. Heavy, heavy total in that game, Joe. Sitting up um, uh, 58 now, uh, we're seeing for that one. We have Ball State and Northern Illinois with Rocky Lombardi. Ohio makes the trip uh, to Western New York to take on Buffalo as the uh, Bulls getting seven at home tonight, Joe. Yeah, I'm going with, we talked about it last night, Northern laying the uh, nine and a half. I'm with you in terms of the Central Michigan, Western Michigan over. The fact that it's up a point and a half from last night, I don't care. It was 56 and a half last night. It's up to 58. Give me the over in that ball game. lean to Western. And I'm going to take the points with the Bulls. You know, I know they failed to step up last week against Toledo in regards to that ball game, but I'll catch them plus seven. I also think they're live against Ohio on the money line as a home dog. Yeah, you know, you got a couple teams that I guess, Joe, like to run it uh, in that Ohio-Buffalo game. I I thought the totals were maybe a little on the light side for a matching game, uh, both in the Buffalo game and the Northern Illinois game. But I guess with how Ohio and Buffalo run it, Joe, good chance that that game could be... 17, 13, want, you, uh, something in that You want to go round. the ladder? You want to do the ladder and just do all three? Maxion. You're so greedy, Joe. You really are. Why is uh, that you're greedy? Very, you just said very it. greedy. There's very no greedy, rain, Joe. no bad weather, no no bad elements. Great track. Let's just go. Let's just. Great track that's for it. the Mac tonight. <laughs> One, four, five, exacta. Uh, how how about this? I'll that's make it. you. I'll make you a deal. I'm yeah. not going to play anything before the game. But when we get on the radio show tonight, I'll play something live for you. I will get in on something. When the I'm show's going, going, you know what? I'm going to do all overs. We'll we'll do the Maxion trifecta. The Matt. Wait, but are you going to parlay them or play them all straight? No, of course, parlay is uh, the only way to go for Maxion. All right, I, I I don't like that, Joe. I don't know about why. Because I I want let's play straight. About let's play straight. Throttle down. Step on the. Step on the accelerator. Live a little. Live a little bit. All right, Joe, fine. We'll live a little bit. Uh, we'll see if I can figure it. If I, I'll Fast think about it by loose. the end of the show. Fast, Fast and loose. loose. That's how you want to play the Mac tonight? Fast yeah. and loose. All right, there you go. Uh, college football heads to week 11. So through 10 weeks, Joe, the best teams against the spread. I like to give you the best and the worst every single week. UNLV, 8-1 and one against the number. Uh, Fish in Arizona, 8-1. and one. Against the number. Uh, is that the Raging Cajuns in the mix, Joe? Lafayette at 8-1 and one against the spread. New Mexico State, Oregon 7-1-1. One one. Kansas State's on there. Penn State is 7-2. and two. Rutgers, uh, Ole Miss, Alabama. Uh, some of your favorites, Joe, on the best teams in the country against the number. Yeah, that Arizona team with Noah Fafita, he should go straight to Vegas. Don't even stop it. go. That kid's rolling sevens. I mean, that team... Best team in the Pac-12, potentially, the way they're playing. They beat up on on everybody. UCLA, Oregon State. Hey, 
They beat up on Washington State and in the Palouse. I mean, that's it. Pick them up and put them down. That's all. That's all the Cats do. I think Alabama could potentially not cover against Devin Leary in Kentucky this week. Backdoor cover, swinging open. Could see the Cats somehow covering that line. Yeah, you could, like can you? Hmm. Arizona you is interesting. Fishy? They, not, yeah, not Arizona. I'm talking about Kentucky. No, I know. With the, um, uh, I think Alabama's not. They got the. They got their eyes on the prize now, Joe. They got the eyes on the prize. Uh, I just don't yeah, see them. What are you a motivational coach? You talking? I'm just to them saying. Like oh, listen, Robbins? I know you're hot. Listen, I know how this is. You're a little emotional. You're hot for them now because they took you down with LSU last Saturday night. So you want to go after them this week? You want to take Kentucky? I'm sure that's probably a best bet. The line's too light. You're going to try to go after Nick. I understand it's an emotional play for you, uh, but I'm not going to go there with you. Uh, I think that they will take care of business, uh, even on the road. Uh, The worst teams against the number so far this year. Uh, Dayton's 0-7, but we don't count them, Joe, because they don't play at the elite level. Uh, Vandy is 1-9. Georgia 1-7. How about that, Joe? The team that is... Like the second choice to win the national championship is one and seven against the spread so far this year. USC's two and eight. Illinois and Temple are two and seven. Baylor's up there. Pitt, UCF, Clemson. Wow. Yeah, but I mean, Georgia's one and seven because they're being priced as back to back national champions. Cover a game, Joe. Cover a game. Cover all they do is win. All they do is win. They did. They covered against when you took them against Kentucky, and I stepped up. That's the it was one probably time, more yeah. of my own, my only wins <laughs> of the season with Georgia. I will say this. Tough matchup with Ole Miss. You have Ole Miss that's hot. Georgia that hasn't covered. Something's got to give. Maybe Georgia will cover against that game. I'm not putting out a pick on that game just yet. Oh, you're not, you're not putting out a pick. Not putting out you're a pick on that game just yet. Not yet. Wow. I probably would How take about... the points with Ole Miss. I'm sitting on okay. an Ole Miss to win the West. They need something. Game. I mean, you're you're I'm Mr. SEC. You're Mr. Taking SEC. You can't not take it. Ole Miss. Pick. I just told you uh, how many uh, times. No, you said I'm not making a pick on the game. Uh, uh, Michael Pen- Michael Penix Jr. Uh, opened 16 to one to win the Heisman Trophy uh, last week. Plus 275. Now plus 150. He's got the third most money to win it. Uh, where do you like this, Joe, right now? And that'll also kind of uh, bring us into the big board right after that uh, for who is uh, at the top of that with him, uh, with the Heisman. Are you leaning Penix right now, Joe? Who would you have if you were handing in the card at this very moment? And there it is, Penix and Knicks. I've actually seen, Joe, Knicks ahead of him in some shops as well. Uh, ben MGM here has Penix at the top. Jaden Daniels, J.J. McCarthy, Jordan Travis. Yeah, I can't do that. I, I would have to have Penix in terms of the hardware today. Uh, assuming that, you know, Washington is still undefeated, uh, I got to give it to Penix. Uh, you know, again, if they square off in the in the Pac-12 and Nick steps up, then maybe he could steal it. But right now it's Penix's to lose. I will say if somehow Washington and Oregon lose another game, let's just say, and Jaden Daniels does play the way he's been playing, I would give it to him. That's assuming that Washington has a loss, Oregon has a loss, because then it comes, I know you're shaking your head, but Jaden Daniels is putting uh, up numbers that are uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. Uh, let, uh, and he did let me just say Alabama something to you. Too. Let me just say something to you. If this was 1992, I would say he's going to win. I think you're right. I think his numbers are the best. I think he's had, if you look at the best player in college football, all the things that the award is supposed to be about, he would win. But unfortunately, Joe, in the last 30 years, what this award about has changed. And now that he has three losses, he's not going to win this trophy. Not when you have guys comparable who are going to be in the college football playoff. All right, so you know I like value, right? I'm just throwing it out there. If somehow there's three games left for Oklahoma State, okay, Ollie Gordon rushes for 700 yards, which is not out of the realm of possibility over the next three weeks, and they get into the Big 12, and they win the Big 12 and maybe are in the conversation for a college football playoff, can we give it to him? What's his value? 200 to 1 right now? 
Could Ollie he's gotta, steal it? He's got to be lower than that. No, he can't be that at uh, that number. I don't have the full list in front of me, Joe, Scott, and I can't get it's it. He's got in. around 1,100 yards rushing. I'm just saying, if he goes mm-hmm. off, He's got you being in the you being in the Houston. great state of New Jersey will get that faster than I will uh, being in New York since I don't have that on my app here, Joe. No Heisman in New York, as you know. Uh, but unfortunately, it's about making the college football playoff and being a quarterback. So he's probably not going to be in the conversation, even in the scenario that you just brought up. All right, Pharrell Coast to Coast, we're coming back. Adam Kaplan with us on a Tuesday. How about that? SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. Sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty here on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. Always good to have our Sports Grid NFL insider Adam Kaplan with us. And on a Tuesday this week, which I love because now I get to talk to him. Hi, Adam. Uh, how good are you? Good. good to see you as always, buddy. Let's start with Monday Night Football fallout as the Jet offense, Adam. Ooh, that was tough to watch. You know, it's a shame, Mike, because they came into the game knowing that if they won, they would still be in the the wild card race with the three other teams. The Bengals, Browns, and Steelers would have been all five and three with the Jets had they won. And now the Jets lose. Their offense was absolutely pitiful. This is an unbelievable stat somebody gave me. I want to make sure it was correct, so I looked it up, and it was. They only have eight offensive touchdowns this this season. That, that, that's that's really bad. And Zach Wilson, who struggled. Played with played too frenetic, kept moving around, just didn't stand there and deliver like he did in that Chiefs game when he played great. He only has one touchdown pass in his last four games. He's struggling. Their third down offense is the worst of the National Football League, worse than over 40 years, Mike. It, this is a really bad stat. Their third down offense has a success rate of 16% over the last three games. You can't win like that. Their defense did what it, it, it could. It hung in there. But the problem is... The offense turned them over three times, and Zach Wilson took seven sacks. And it's not only the offensive line. A lot of them, though, on him. Uh, he, his, his fumbles, his pocket awareness poor. Now they're still hanging in there. They're not that far away from the wild card spot. They're only a game out. There's plenty of time left. But you're at home. You got a Monday night game. You expect to play well, and they didn't. And now they'll go Sunday to play the Raiders, who came off of that emotional win with Antonio Pierce as their interim head coach. And before we get to the Chargers, Adam, I want to bring this up to you with the Jets because I saw some things from their defense in that game in the second half. Like, their defense is a very good unit. We know that. They were starting to let guys kind of run over them a little bit, miss tackles, um, you know. And and listen, when the offense is playing that poorly, you're doing all that you can. The defense can sometimes let down a little bit like, man, this just isn't going to be our night. You saw that last year. They were pretty good through Thanksgiving with Zach Wilson as the quarterback. And then the defense started to get some injuries, maybe let down a little bit, and then they were awful the last five, six weeks of the year. Is that going to happen here this year? They've been spunky, they've been good, but is the time going to come when the whole thing comes crashing down and they finish 0-5 over the final five weeks? 
Well, let, let, let's look at their defense. First of all, this is the healthiest they've been all season. Remember, both starting corners were out with concussions. Uh, Reed returned a couple weeks ago, as Sauce Gardner did. So there, there are really no excuses for their defense. Some of the plays that they gave up, gave up some touchdowns. But I'll say this, that's not why they lost the game. Zach Wilson cannot play like this. If they want to have a chance to win anywhere, whether it's home or on the road, he's got to play better and take the plays that are there. They run a West Coast offense, an old-school West Coast offense. They're running a derivative of the Shanahan offense, and their plays to be made. Their pass is there for Zach Wilson to make it. He's not making them, and he moves when he shouldn't move. And then when you look at Justin Herbert, Mike, he didn't play well. He's checking the ball down. This is a problem that Derek Carr has had throughout his career. Herbert, you know, one week looks great. The next week, you're like, what is going on here? Why is he checking it down? There are plays to be made downfield. I understand they're without two receivers. Mike Williams obviously lost for the season with the ACL, and Josh Palmer, who was filling in for him, is out on IR with a knee, uh, knee problem. But there were plays to be made last night, and he wasn't making them. Now, thankfully, as we mentioned, their defense was terrific, one of the best games they've had all season. But they got to be able to move the football. And I'll tell you what, it's going to be a tough one on Sunday. They're going to host the Lions. They're coming off their bye, one of the NFL's best teams, a breakout team. And – you know, I, I know talking to coaches over the years, they don't like playing teams that are coming off of a bye because they're well-rested. But at least the Chargers will be at home. But, of course, we know it's not a great home, home field advantage there in Los Angeles. Yeah, sometimes, Adam, and I'm with you 100% on the Charger offense, Like so, people sometimes make them out like they're the – like they're the greatest show on turf, Rams. Like they're like that their offense is that good. I, I just it's not that level, uh, Adam. And Herbert wasn't at that level last night. They're four and four now. Do you think a tough game coming up this week, as you said, are they gonna be involved in late December with all these other good teams in the AFC? I mean, the whole entire North is good. Got the Dolphins and the Bills still. Are they gonna be in the mix with those teams at five hundred now to go forward? So, Mike, I always tell Pharrell, this is around the time when I start understanding where teams are headed here. You know, it takes me a good half season to see who I could trust and not trust in terms of calling games here as we do on Coast to Coast, usually Fridays. And the Chargers are a team that I don't trust. They didn't play well against the Chiefs. Chiefs pretty much handled them an hour ahead, as they usually do. And then they beat a, they beat a bad Bears team. Okay, that's great, but they, they beat them. They beat a mediocre Jets team. But you mentioned the other teams. Okay, the Steelers are around the Chargers. They're kind of a similar team, kind of middling, a little bit better than average. Browns are clearly better, much better defense. It's a better team overall. We, we and, and look, the Bengals are a better football team. Your Bills saw what happened uh, mm -hmm. on, on Sunday Night Football. I give the Bills all the credit in the world. They're, they're, they're right up there for a wild card spot. They're not far behind uh, at 5-4. and four. But the bottom line is, when you look at the Chargers, there's just something missing from this team. Now, before we move on to the next item here, with Herbert, the talent is there. We've seen it. We've seen it. They're running a new offense, which is passing friendly under Kellen Moore. He wants to throw the football. But when they run it, they can't run it very well. Eckler's a terrific back, but it's about his versatility. It's not, it's not really about running the football. They've not been able to find that good second back who's got explosiveness and who can handle a lot of work. Josh Kelly's his back. He's just an okay back. They're, they're just not moving the balls like they should. I'm glad you brought that up because there's something off on their offense. I can't can't quite put my point uh, my finger on it. And, and again, it's it's not so much about the two receivers that are out. It's from game to game, they're just not consistent. All right, Adam, we've hit uh, double digits here. Week 10. Week 10 storylines in the NFL, and the Tennessee Titans are going to make a permanent change at quarterback with their rookie. Oh, yeah. So, Will Levis, we kind of felt like this was going to happen. Levis, he had a nice game against P Pittsburgh. He, he had a tough turnover and that, that, that tough loss last Thursday night. But you saw in his first game at home against Atlanta, he was tremendous. He's, from talking to people of graded state, he's super aggressive throwing the football. That's what you want. You know, they'd rather not be so Derrick Henry-centric. They are because he's a running back, and you, it, the offense will go through him. But the great thing is Levis is a super aggressive thrower. Ryan Tannehill's got the high ankle sprain. He's on the final year of his deal, by the way. $27 million in, in, in salaries making the season. His salary cap number is $36 million. Will Levis had a first-round grade on, as I understand it, and he'll be the starter the rest of the way. Uh, the Titans will will host the Bucs uh, on Sunday. And look, the Bucs, Mike, they got absolutely smoked. Their defense, how about C.J. Stroud? I am in total awe of what he did. Stroud, the game before, did not play well against the Panthers. But he had a game for the ages, and, and really the game of the season, a game that I, I encourage people to watch if you could see the replay. The Texans' last-minute come from behind win against the Bucs was simply incredible. You know, Adam, whenever you get quarterbacks at one and two in the draft, 
And look, it's only been whatever it is, six, seven, eight games. I mean, yeah. we, we got a long time to go with the Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud stuff. But early on, I mean, he just looks like on a whole nother level than Bryce Young in the NFL, the way that Stroud has played. And it's weird because he lost the, the game. He lost. Bryce Young beat him, heads up. But every, you take the entire body of work this season so far, Stroud looks light years ahead of him. Mike, the thing about Stroud is, and this is, you know, there were reports and they were true. Some of the cognitive testing wasn't great for him, which you could ask, well, can he process well? Well, he's answered the bell. He, he, Mike, he processes so well. He makes his offensive line better than it really is. Peyton Manning, by the way, would always do that. He'd see it before the snap, post-snap, he'd deliver it quickly before the defense could get set up, and he'd make his offensive line better. Stroud's doing the same thing. He's been incredible. They're a team to watch. We don't talk a lot, a, a lot about the Texans here on Coast to Coast, but we should be, and I will. We'll talk about them on Friday. But they, they, you're absolutely right. I'm glad you said that. Stroud has been terrific. Right now, he's my offensive rookie of the year. I mean, he's been that good. Uh, he, I'm with you 100%, and it helps that the guy we thought who was going to be offensive rookie of the year um, doesn't get the football, uh, which is B. John Robinson. I can't John, figure yeah, I know. Uh, Arthur Weird. Smith out at all. Uh, he's got five carries inside the five-yard line this year. <laughs> wow. Uh, good job, Arthur. Uh, Eagles, Adam. They are 8-1. and one. They're going to their bye, uh, first in the NFC, but they do have some injuries uh, that will be concerning going forward. Yeah, they do. Let's start it off. And so, so Dallas Goddard, their tight end, he broke his forearm, so – they haven't decided yet whether they're going to put him on IR, but he, he's going to miss at least four games. The question is, could he be back as early as week 15 at the Seahawks? The Eagles have the NFL's toughest schedule over the next five weeks. It's not even close. They play Every team they play has got a winning record well over 500, and they're in their bye here for the second straight season. This is incredible. They're 8-1, Mike, after nine games for the second straight season. That, that's remarkable. Now, But the, the difference between last year and this year, they have more injuries. Uh, their number three tight end, Grant Calcaterra, who tag team with Jack Stoll last year, filled in for Goddard when he when he was hurt. Well, Calcaterra has had concussion problems throughout his football playing career. In fact, he took a year off in college. He missed last week's game, so they'll see if he's recovered after the bye. So Jack Stoll's the number two tight end. He'll start. And Albert O, Okoebunam, he came over in that that trade from, from Denver. Albert O will back up Stoll. He's a pretty good athlete, but he can't block very well. This is a big blow for them. Uh, their nickel corner, Bradley Roby, said through social media that he's going to be back after the bye. Mike, they, this is a true stat. They've gone through eight nickel corners this season because of Avanti Maddox, their, their number one nickel being out with the torn pectoral muscle, and their number two uh, slot corner, Zach McPherson's out for the season with a torn Achilles. So this is what the Eagles have, have had to do here. So they need Bradley Roby back. The bye came at the right time. And by the way, we talked about their schedule. In week 11, they play... The Kansas City Chiefs, the Andy Reid Bowl, on Monday night, November 20th, that'll be a great game. I mean, they have a stretch coming up, Adam, like you said, out of that bye. They play the Chiefs, the Bills, and the Niners like in like a four-week stretch. Uh, they have a lot of fun games coming up. They'll need everybody healthy. Adam, we will see you later this week. Uh, the Bears and the Panthers on Thursday night uh, will kick off week number 10. Get excited, Adam. We'll see you then. Yeah, I'll try. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at Meta.com slash Metaverse Impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um... 
And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. BetMGM has you set up for NBA season, of course. Uh, BetMGM customers can receive a 25% increased odds boost token to use on an NBA wager. It has to have minimum minus 300 odds and a max stake of $25. Sign into your BetMGM account to get the details. There you go, NBA odds boost token at BetMGM. All right, Joe, a few other things for college for you, and then I got to rip through some stuff for tonight. Uh, Let me give you the updated national title odds here for this week, because tomorrow we're going to mostly focus on the games at hand. Uh, As of right now, Joe, as we hit into, and remember, I believe tonight, Joe, we get the latest uh, Crack Crab and Lobster Committee uh, poll, right? I mean, they'll be back at it. There shouldn't be much change off of last week, maybe a little bit. Michigan plus 225, Georgia plus 250, Florida State, Ohio State, Alabama, Oregon, Washington, Texas on the big board, Joe, for the national title. Yeah, I mean, again, Michigan and Penn State square off. They're a five and a half point favorite. I think that could be a tough game. It's not a whiteout. It's at 12 o'clock in regards to that matchup. Last time they were there, they got the four point win uh, 21 17. They blew up in terms of last three minutes, Penn State. And Georgia's got Ole Miss. So both teams are on upset alert this coming weekend. If we're looking at that list, I look to Washington 12 to 1. Again, Michael Pinnock's playing very well. Battle tested. Tough game this week with Utah. But they get through that, and they get through, obviously, the Apple Cup. They have the potential with a showdown with Oregon. They beat them again. They're in the college football playoff, Carver. Uh, Yep, I don't disagree with you there on that one, Joe. Uh, Still a lot to be decided over the last few weeks here. Uh, Tonight on the radio show, we'll get those uh, Crack Crab and Lobster Committee college football playoff rankings uh, fresh off the board uh, and take a look at those. Uh, all right, there are lots of big games this week, Joe. I'm just going to fly through this tomorrow more in depth. We have Michigan at Penn State, Alabama at Kentucky, Ole Miss at Georgia, Miami at Florida State, USC at Oregon. Ugh. That's really, Joe, just me dipping my toe in the water. There's a bunch of other big games as well. Um, obviously, Michigan, Penn State is the game, Joe, that's going to take the most attention here. This is Michigan's first real quality test of this season. Uh, We know we bashed uh, the hell out of James Franklin a few weeks ago for how his team played against Ohio State. So, you know, he, we would like to think, is looking for a little bit of a bounce back. That will be the main attraction, Joe, for sure. Yeah, I I mean, am I crazy to think that every one of those games that you flashed up, I sort of like the dog? That well, that doesn't surprise that's me with scary. you. That's, that's, that doesn't surprise it's me. Scary. It's either going to be a great week or we're going to smash me over that. Look, it's a bounce-back spot for Penn State in the sense of last time they had a big game in the horseshoe, they failed to step up against Ohio State. The offense didn't come around. The defense was there. And it's the same thing in terms of this ballgame. We know that the defense is one of the top third-down defenses in all the country, very difficult to throw on. Potentially, if they could force a turnover against J.J. McCarthy, they're going to be in this ballgame. They can't. The way Penn State is built right now, they're much better playing this game 17-14 than getting this game out in a track meet where the no, Michigan Wolverines have the better better quarterback because Drew Aller is not proven in any capacity if they break down in terms of the run game. So I'll take a shot, say that we'll fight this game in a phone booth, I'll take the four and a half points. And the fact that Penn State is home, much better at home than they are on the road. Give me the Nittany Lions. But I don't love it, Carver. Yeah, I won't be there with you. I can tell you that right now. Uh, I will not be there. I will never back that guy in a big game, ever. So that's, uh, you could, I at said it, Joe. At home you could back him. I'll give, at home you could back him. I said it. They'll still uh, lose. They're not beating them on Saturday. There's. You want to know what, Joe? I'll say it right now. No shot. They got no shot at home against no Michigan on Saturday. No shot. No shot. Money line. Money no line. Shot. They haven't played Money anybody. Line. That's Don't right. You see? Money line. Me going. No Who's shot. Michigan played Minnesota. PJ Fleck rowing the boat where they row it off a cliff. Come on. Don't Franklin, start. Franklin never wins these games. Never. He's not at winning home, this one either. He steps up. They've only lost eight row, home games since yeah. 2016. Steps up, steps up when, you know, he's got Buffalo in on September the 12th and beats him 55 to 3. Uh, that's when he steps up. He Look, won't I step said up. I don't this love week, this Joe. game, but you're making me love it. 
You're making don't me love it. it. Just take no him on shot. the money line. Go ahead, your boy Franklin. Go back Wait him in a big Friday. spot on Friday. Saturday. Friday. All right. I got two. Friday. I got two. Two other quick notes, and I want to get to the stuff for tonight. Uh, NC State quarterback MJ Morris will redshirt this season. Now he's played four games, Joe. You're still allowed to redshirt after the four games, so that means yeah. your boy, your boy Brennan Armstrong, back in the saddle. Uh, at the at NC State for the Wolfpack for the rest of the season, uh, he Carmen. will take over. And the other thing Carmen. I wanted to bring up was you sent me the McMurphy tweet. Now, we'll get into this more tonight on the radio show because we don't have enough time right now. James Madison, uh, I guess, applied to the NCAA to be allowed to play in a bowl game. They're having a un- tremendous undefeated season uh, in the Sun Belt, but they're not bowl eligible or conference championship eligible because what is it, Joe? Two, the first two or three years uh, at the top level, you can't go to a bowl game or win a conference championship. They want to make sure that they're ready rule. for the prime time. Prime time. Oh, yeah, Joe. Oh, is, un- is undefeated uh, ready enough? Is the fact that they're undefeated and they've beaten Power 5 teams this year, is talking that ready enough? You're talking, yeah, about talking about the I'm talking about them. I'm talking about them, Joe, because you guess what? I'm tired of this. You know I get really fired up. I know about this. I hate because the NCAA is all about the kids. They're all about the. If you're all about the kids, then let the undefeated team play in the Sun Belt Conference title game and let the undefeated team play in a bowl game. Maybe even, Joe, potentially as the top group of five team and maybe be in a New Year's. You know what uh, being in a New Year's Six Bowl would do for a school like that? Just being in this level for a couple years? What a disgrace the Tell NCAA me, tough is, guy. Joe. Tell me. I'm what tired does it matter? What does it mean to what is it? Tell me. What do, you, what do you think, Joe? How about the money and the exposure? What would that mean to James Madison if they played in the Peach Bowl NIL. against who NIL. cares NIL. in that That's game? That's NIL money. There you go. Okay. Well, you know what? Maybe they'll be even better then. They're undefeated this year. The kids should be allowed They're to play. They do it in college it. basketball, too. Why don't you go I'm down tired there? of it. Why don't you lobby Speaking of James kids. Madison... They also had a big upset in college hoops last night, Joe. They beat Izzo uh, in East Lansing. Jeez, Tell yes. me Izzo. <laughs> he beat him Izzo last night. Izzo always does this. He always does this in the early part of the season. He does. Uh, they play James like Madison like with... American, and they lose like <laughs> 85 to 60. The first big upset of uh, the opening night of college basketball last night. So, of course, now, Joe, hoops are in full session. There are games tonight, including... Your boy Rick Pitino making his debut for St. John's. Uh, they have Stony Brook coming into town at Carneseca. Florida Gulf Coast is at Indiana. A&M and Creighton. Auburn and Baylor a good game. And Michigan opens their season against UNC Asheville. Give me the Seawolves and Stony Brook with the 18 and a half, Joe. Give me I'm with you. They're, they're, I think their former football coach or current football coach, Chuck Priori, you, uh, recruited me back in the day to play for Union College in Schenectady, New York. He was the defensive back coach. So, what? Yeah, so let's go with the st- – I'll take Stony Brook plus the 18 and a hook. Oh, boy, Joe. Joe's in on Stony Brook now. We got him in for a little college basketball tonight. That's what we like to see. Uh, there that is- Auburn team. You Auburn like that Auburn team? Live. Bruce Pearl. Yeah, you like Pearl. His- Bruce Pearl. Because he's Pearl. emotional. You like he emotional like guys like Bruce Pearl. Yeah. Very he emotional. Wears a that, that well, too, I like that. When he was yeah, the yeah. back in the day at Tennessee. <laughs> basically throws it on the ground by the middle of the second half. Uh, He throws the suit jacket on the floor. He's going nuts. The sweat pouring out of the shirt. Uh, There is hockey uh, tonight, Joe. Very quickly, uh, Tampa is in Montreal to take on the Canadians tonight. Lightning minus 130. They are road favorites there. A big seven spot here, Joe. You ain't as scared of a seven. This is up no. from six and a half. You love big totals in the NHL. Come this on. Is, this is a perfect scenario. You got a team in the Lightning that's playing, playing fast and loose. Buy high and sell higher. Buffalo is, is in Buy Carolina the against the Sabres. Nine. Minus 225 for Carolina. Plus 180 for Buffalo. Believe it or not, Joe, another flat seven. In this game. Oh, Can you believe this? You Another just, flat What is seven. this? You want to just take every over in the NHL games? We'll Might as well it? tonight. It seems like that's the play. Uh, the Red Wings are no at the goalies. Garden against the Rangers. Red Wings have been very good. 7-4-1 and one to start this year. Rangers 8-2-1. and one. They're minus 155. Red Wings plus a buck 25. Flat six. I'm going to lay the goal and a half with the Rangers at the Garden tonight, Joe. Uh, plus 155. I sort of. 
Is Osgood still in goal for the Red Wings? Give me the Red Wings. Is Osgood still in goal for the Red Wings? No, Joe, uh, he's not. Minnesota is at the horse track against the Islanders tonight. Islanders, uh, this is actually now a pick em, Joe. Uh, minus 110 both ways here. Uh, flat sticks to total. Uh, Varlamov's in for the night. We have rules around here, Joe. They are uh, always bet the under first period and under game uh, for the Islanders and bet their goalie to have over the save total, uh, which I think for Varlamov tonight is like 29 and a half, Gabe was saying earlier. So they give up like I 35, 40 shots. When he was night. in the International League, I saw him. He was kids so good. I tell you, no, I'm not kidding. He does one of the best kid. butterflies I've ever been, seen. Been in the league kid's 12 like a, years. Kid's so good. Like a tiger He's kid. so good. Uh, so two good teams good. in Colorado tonight the Devils and the Avalanche. Uh, Avs minus 185. Devils plus a buck 56 and a half is the total here. Uh, I like the Avalanche tonight, Joe, uh, but I like the over nah, as well. Over six and nah, a half. I, I'm going with the Devils. Uh, Devils on the road, I don't care. Over and the Devils in that. Devils on the money line, too. I have an interesting spot for you in San Jose tonight. The Sharks are going to try to give up 10-plus goals for the third game in a row. The last two times out, what? they've given up over 10 goals in a game. They have the Flyers in town at the Shark Tank tonight. Flyers are Ten minus goals. 190. Sharks plus 155. Six and a half is the total. They're you gotta take the over. How bad is their goalie? How bad is their goalie? Well, it's not just it's the goalie, sieve. Joe. It's from the net out. They have problems all over the ice. No, uh, the Sharks do. Look, that goalie's supposed to be like Teflon. I don't care if they're getting past the defenseman. You're supposed to shut it down. You are. Does he have a You're good supposed luck? to shut it down. You're right. You are supposed to shut it down, Joe. You're right about that. Here are the rest of the games uh, for tonight. On the ice, there is a full slate. Winnipeg is in St. Louis. Nashville is in Calgary. The Flames have been awful. Give me the Predators. The Kraken are in Arizona. Give me the Kraken tonight, Joe. And the Penguins are at the Duck Pond. Another flat seven total for you there with an over. I like the Ducks. I told you at the start of the year, I'm not sold on these Penguins. They lost their identity. Just not the same team. I, I don't. Yeah, a lot of different uh, birds tonight, Joe. Ducks and the Penguins uh, there tonight at the Duck Ducks Pond. And the Penguins. Uh, any, anything can happen, that's for sure. There is no NBA tonight, Joe, mm. because uh, they the league shuts down for Election Day. So we will be right. back tomorrow with a full slate of NBA. So none of that tonight. That means more college football talk for Joe on Carver and Lisi, but we are not leaving here today, Joe, without me playing at least one clip from Hal Steinbrenner's big Zoom call with reporters today. And when that. we come back, I will fit in before we leave here a little bit of Hal Steinbrenner because I just, all I could do was laugh, Joe, uh, listening to this guy today talk about the state of the Yankees. So we'll leave on that today. For El Coast to Coast, Carver High and Joe in for Scotty. We're back on the grid right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Wick Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Um... 
And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have you with us. All right, before we get out of here, Joe, I don't want to leave without playing at least one cut of Hal Steinbrenner, who did a lengthy chat with reporters on Zoom earlier today. He was able to get enough uh, signal off of his yacht uh, to go and talk to people uh, this afternoon. So he did do that. There were several uh, laugh-out-loud and cringeworthy moments uh, let's hear him sum up the Yankees' season, probably about as best as he could. Nice recap. I think Cash summed it up. I mean, it was awful. I mean, we we accomplished nothing. We we didn't win a division, didn't make it to the playoffs, didn't win a series in the playoffs, much less a championship. Uh, you know, I, I went over the winning record. That's a requirement as far as I'm concerned. So the fans uh, didn't get anywhere close to what they deserve. But, you know, we're all very passionate about this. We're, we're working our ass off. And, um, you know, we're going to do everything we can to right the ship for 2024. But uh, yeah, bad year. Yeah, bad year. Yeah, yeah, working their ass off, Joe. But let's bring back the manager and the general manager again. You know, I, why not? I mean, let's just let them keep making all the decisions because they've done such a great job of it the last few years. He actually in that uh, thing said some of the trades we made have been uh, better than people say. Right. Uh, bunting was what Baron Boone told. They yeah. need to become better bunters. Yeah. Yo, well, no, no, he's better. right, Carver. Uh, small uh, ball. Small fun. ball. The Yankees small don't ball, play Joe. small ball. He did that. I heard how. I heard Hank. Well, what's his name? Hal Hank. That's how. It it's how. how. It's how. He how. sounds like Hank. Let me just say this. I heard, I heard when you sent me the video, right? He said that the bunting was down from 31%. To twelve percent, they don't play yeah, small don't ball. It. You can't grind. I know he's got he's got all the charts belly. and graphs, Joe. No Get the charts the and graphs out. Get the charts and graphs out. It's embarrassing, Joe. I'll see you tonight, eight p.m. East on Sports Grid Radio for Carver and Lisi. Lots of college football talk tonight on that program. Futures Tuesday. There, we will be back tomorrow here on Coast to Coast with lots of college football. Uh, of course, and a full slate of NBA tomorrow night. Game Time Decisions is next. Coast to coast. We'll see you tomorrow on the grid. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.